Say none, just listen. Got me a plan to break taxing out of prison. Come my way and get served. Still got a deuce that'll bunny hop the curb. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to FarsideTV.com. You are locked in Inside Life Radio, and I'm your host, Adisa the Bishop, a.k.a. the Black Dragon of the West Side. Don't that sound sweet? A.k.a. Zato Ichi. A.k.a. The South Bay Shogun, 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 a.k.a. the Iron Hook Assassin, a.k.a. the Black Cortez Killer. Ain't nobody chiller than me, homeboys and girls. You know what it is. Bishop Chronicles is the world's first podcast, giving you West Coast perspectives on hip-hop, MMA, and health and fitness trends. Ain't nobody out there lacing your cranium with this here vibranium. See, I'm sprinkling on you right now. I'm sprinkling on you right now. Ain't nobody sprinkling it like a decent bishop. So you can be down now or you can bow down later because the West Coast OGs, we stay greater. That's right. You know what it is. How y'all living? How y'all living? If this is your first time listening, understand that this may not be the best thing, but it show enough is the West thing. The West thing. The West thing. The West thing. Do me a quick favor. I'm going to need you to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Libsyn, Mixcloud, get it done. Pass the show on to your homie. You know what I'm saying? Just take a show, pass it on to your homie. You know what I mean? Just one, blood. I ain't even telling you to blast it out in the email. I'm saying, give it to one of your homies and be like, yo, this show's dope. You need to rock with it. Rock, rock, rock with it. Rock, but they, rock, rock, rock with it. Um, Thank you for listening. I hope you're having a blessed week. And I hope that this blessed week is the icing on a cake of a blessed year. You know, um, if you've noticed right now, I'm speaking way mellow right now. And you may be asking yourself, yo, Bishop, you usually be on here wilding, screaming, singing, slap boxing people and beatboxing. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, here's what happened, people. Literally, like a little more than a week ago, when Kobe Covington got the break speed off that ass. <laughs> Um, I was screaming so loud at the Seawolf, yelling at the screen the whole night, not just that fight, but I lost my voice. I lost my voice. So it's been kind of wrecked and I haven't really been right since. I, I think I busted a vocal cord. Um, and so like my homie Northside Q was like, that's God telling you to shut the hell up. But I can't shut up. I mean, it's not just that I, you know, strained it that day. It's that I don't stop talking. So maybe that is the case. But in any case, that's why I'm mellow today. But inside, 
the vibes that you should be catching right now will be radiating massive amounts of chi, will be joyous, will be celebratory, a veritable cornucopia of happiness, embracing your being. Yep, that's the vibe. Um, so thank you for listening. This is the 100th episode of Bishop Chronicles. This is the 100th show, man. 100. First of all, I can't imagine that I do podcasting. I couldn't have imagined, rather, that I would ever be doing podcasts. But this was all Mike's idea, you know? I would tell him stories about my life and crazy opinions. He was like, dude, you should do a podcast. And so now we're 100 shows deep. And we took breaks. You know what I mean? Because, like, my life was crazy, personal life, financial life. I'm like, yo, man, I ain't got time. And he was like, bro, just keep going, bro. Like, it's dope. And now we're here, man. So thank you, all of you for listening, all of you for sharing, all of you for passing it on. It it, it means a lot to me. I've been getting amazing um, feedback from you guys at the new IG page, at Bishop Chronicles. And, oh, if you're a chess player... Hit me at Real Hip Hop Chess and send me a picture of you playing chess with your friends and I'll repost it and tag you. That's one of the things I'm really trying to do right now. I'm having fun looking at people, playing with their friends, seeing what the checkmate positions are like. So just tag, send it to me, DM me only at Real Hip Hop Chess and I'll repost it there. But at Bishop Chronicles, man, dope conversations been happening, been posting haikus, sick footage, and I appreciate all you been that have been following me, and yeah, it's dope, it's dope, um, but this is the 100th show, and so I'm really grateful, and um, I mean, there are so many shows that I could tell you just this year that that I'm proud of, but there's so many shows that I'm, that I'm proud of overall, right? Like, I'm hella proud of the Bruce Lee show. I'm hella proud of the FAB show. I'm hella proud of the State of the Hood show, that, that, that first one that we did with Uncle Damien Speaks, you know what I'm saying? Um, DJ Qbert. That show was crazy. Uh, the show on Buddhism was crazy. The London episodes. This year, the London episodes insane um the episode with gumby talking about old school jujitsu um i mean man there's so many shows that i'm really proud of you know what i'm saying i'm mostly proud of you know what the mac miller show and this juice world show that we that we just did you know what i'm saying because i'm dedicated to helping us beat addiction in this country and i know it's a beast and i know it's not even going to be gone after i'm gone but i'm gonna keep fighting till i'm gone in that way so I'm I'm super grateful for you. I hope that this show has helped you. I hope that those early shows in 2019 that were breaking down, like the Stoic Philosophy shows, the Machiavelli show, you know what I'm saying? From Machiavelli to Machiavelli, that Tupac show. Come on, man. Stop playing, bro. Go to bishopchronicles.com and soak that up if you haven't done that already. Bless yourself and pass it on to a homie. You know what I'm saying? Again, you got to forgive me if you hear my voice tripping. Um... And so I, you know, I do heartbeat props, right? And so when we do heartbeat props, and I really encourage you to do this, man, I'm not really just talking crazy. Call three people for five minutes and tell them why you're grateful to have them in your life. Don't wait until they're dead and be talking to their corpse about how much they've done for you. Tell them now, right? Because I almost died in 2018 and I almost died this year. It's a true story. But I want to just talk to you guys and give some quick shouts out to the people who meant a lot to me. Now, normally when I do my heartbeat props, 
I do them, um, I do three. On this one, I've got a slightly longer list, but I'm going to try to shout them out quick. All right. Um, I'm going to start with Mike, man. My producer, Mike Round. This whole show was your idea. Wouldn't even be doing none of this if it wasn't for you, bro. And um, that's through all of my ups and downs, all of your ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? And um, you never stop believing in the potential of the show. So I'm grateful to you for that. Um, I appreciate you as a friend. And you're one of the most brilliant creative minds and writers uh, and thinkers that I've ever known, man. And so uh, I'm excited to see what 2020 brings you. And I know it's going to be blessed and powerful. Shout out, obviously, to Brown uh, and everybody at Farside TV, man. Um, outside of um, just being grateful that you invited me to have the show on FarsideTV.com. Just like the conversations we had, you know what I'm saying, um, at the shows when I see you, bro, um, are always very empowering, you know what I'm saying? And it uh, means a lot to me. Uh, that you supported uh, Bishop Chronicles and to, the, to the degree that you have and that you continue to. So thank you. Um, and you pick good people on your team, and I'm grateful to be a part of that team. Um, beyond that, man, you know, sweet MBA from Cage Against the Machine, Brain, you know what I'm saying, whole squad, Deshaun Davis, you know what I'm saying. Uh, y'all y'all help, you know what I'm saying, I'm a hardcore introvert. I'm an INFJ um, you guys should look up that Myers-Briggs test. You ever look that up? Myers-Briggs? I'm an INFJ, um, which is a cute way of saying loner-ass dude. But, um, you know, I appreciate you guys for getting me out the house. And that's a big deal. Um, shout out to Eric Arnold, bro. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, boy. Appreciate you for real. Um, true scribe, true warrior scholar, and I appreciate you. Boss Juan, same, bro, same. It was great seeing you last week. Looking forward to 2020. Um, fanatic, bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You and me, bro, this summer, this summer, bro, was one of the greatest summers of my life because of you. You know, you and Tyson, bro. You and Tyson made my summer, bro. Unbelievable, straight up. Um, King Koo, you already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Straight. You the king for a reason, bro. Wes, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Shafiq. Thank you for looking out for me in London, Shafiq. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really looked out for me when we were in London on hella levels, on hella levels. Just the time that you shared, the wisdom you shared, giving me a tour of the city, you know, uh... And and just sharing your personal wisdom is a big deal. I appreciate you, Shafiq. Congratulations on on your marriage to your beautiful wife. And I look forward to, uh, you know, hanging out with you in the near future, bro. Uh, my cousin Steve and my aunt Sherry, you know, for just hella reasons, lifetimes of love right there. Um, Gumby at Heroes Martial Arts in San Jose. Danny Prokopos, right, from San Francisco Jiu-Jitsu, you know what I'm saying? Um Really appreciate you too for looking out for me on hella levels with my technique and my mindset. Thank you for helping me to keep me on this path of jujitsu. Um, and then finally, I want to thank, um, you know, Northside Q. 
You know what I'm saying? Your insights uh, have been crucial to me discovering new ways of getting with inside my own head and um, doing some of that harder work to find and, and be a greater human being. Straight up. Uh, beyond that, I want to give like a very special shout out to um, my therapist, Suzanne Wang. Um, rest in peace. I was really sorry that I didn't get to say goodbye to you. You know, it's not really even a heartbeat prop because we didn't get to talk. And, you know, the truth is you took the darkest and the deepest pains that were inside of me and you helped me come out on the other side as a human being that was capable of loving himself um, wholly for the first time in my life. And I can't repay you for that. And one of the hardest parts about this year is your passing because I, 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 I'm not going to be able to pay you back. I don't know what that means. I don't even know how to begin, but I'm grateful to have um, gotten to know you. So yeah, word, that's the heartbeat props, you know what I mean? Um, and now rather than do, you know, my haikus and all that stuff, um, and the chess strategy and the West Coast word of the week. We're gonna skip those. And we're gonna we gonna we're gonna get them popping. You know what I'm saying? When we come into the to the new year, I already got some sick interviews for the new year. Y'all are gonna be juiced. Y'all are gonna be focused. Y'all are gonna win big in 2020. I guarantee you, you know I only pass on the realest stuff to y'all. You know. Um, but instead, I'm gonna do some overall kind of like reflections on the year through the crazy lenses that I look through. Um, first, the beatings of the year in MMA that I relish the most and shed a quiet tear, right? Masvidal over Askren. Boink! That knee, though. <laughs> he straight retired this fool hella quick, but... <laughs> I remember when Askren came in and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to like clearing out the brackets. You know, I don't really see any competition in my division. Oh, ouch. Um, I would like to announce my retirement. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, Habib over Poirier uh, in Abu Dhabi. Come on, man. What we all did. Didn't we know that Habib never deserved that suspension? Based on the bigotry and and the 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 really disgusting racism that McGregor and his crew were pushing, you know what I'm saying? Dylan Dennis, that's what I'm talking about. Ain't nobody forgot you, bro. Ain't nobody forgot you. You're gonna be remembered in jujitsu, but you're gonna be remembered for all the wrong reasons, bro. Not the ones that you think. Um and so I liked how that fight happened and the character with which Habib won and Poirier lost, and the respect that they show for each other because that's how real champions are supposed to conduct themselves. Um, great fight, by the way. You know, I actually thought uh, Habib was going to go out. Was it a guillotine he had from the half guard or something for a minute? Yeah, bro. Poirier ain't no punk, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back for a deserving rematch at some point. Um, but really the fight of the year is the one that took my voice. <gasps> a drama roll. <laughs> Usman over Covington. 
Huh? Didn't I tell you that was going to happen? Huh? Didn't I tell you, bro? Huh? Didn't I say, stop playing with that disrespect? Stop playing with the way you speak in Covington, bro. I hope you get your jaw broke again. Hurry up and heal up so you can get your ass whooped again, bro. Hurry up and heal up so you can get your ass whipped again. And let me tell you, there's a lot of weak people in the media right now. People I normally trust. And you know what they're saying? Oh, you know, Covington is just playing a, um, he's playing an act. He's a nice guy, but you know, he's just doing it for like the wrestlers. And you know, these guys, hey, shut up. When people like Covington do what they do. When they're wearing MAGA hats and they're championing Trump and his ideology and his philosophy. And they're being disrespectful to immigrants who are not white. That is a green light to co-sign and and celebrate and elevate all of the worst aspects of American, of like white American supremacy culture, man. I'm not feeling it. And understand, I love all people genuinely, straight up. So this ain't about like not liking white people or having problems with poor whites or wanting to denigrate European culture. None of that is the point, man. What Colby Covington was embodying are the worst aspects of what America has ever been about. And the fact that so many people would give this man a pass because a few days before he goes, well, I'm just acting. No, you're not acting because you know why? There was no denial or rejection of Trump. There was no rejection of the MAGA hats that you always wear. There was no rejection of the racist sentiment in what you speak so much against immigrants. It was a rejection of the hard work ethic of Nigerian athletes and other athletes of other races and cultures in MMA, in this country and around the world. He didn't reject that. So don't say that it was an act. When you green light him to say that it's an act and be like, oh, he's a good guy. No, man. No, man. This is that broken jaw karma that you deserve when you dishonor anybody who comes to this country with nothing and does that work. Straight up. Let me give you a little quick Islamic lens on how this fight went out. I'm speaking as a Muslim, American, born and raised here. Thank you. Covington got his jaw broken by a Muslim because he disrespected Islamic immigrants and Africans. Because he disrespected black people with the way he carried himself, calling him boy like that. You know what's up. You calling a black man boy, you know what's up. His eye was bleeding. Because he saw the beauty of humanity that is cultivated in jujitsu and MMA and the grappling arts. But he denied it so that he could celebrate white supremacy. So his eye bled. Because he denied the authenticity of what he was shown through these arts. His jaw was broken because he spoke against the beauty of humanity with the platform he was given. You understand me? And he took all those body shots 
ignoring the greater body of human beings that make this country great. So hurry up and heal up, Covington, and get your ass whooped again so we can all rejoice. Just like your boy McGregor. Y'all seen seen my hat? I got it from Moros Merch. It says, make McGregor tap again. Hurry up, McGregor, and come back so you can get mopped up. Cerrone going to put hands on you. And if he don't, Masvidal is going to be waiting for you anyway. Okay? But I believe in Cerrone. And I want that cowboy to win. See? I love cowboys. So those are my fights. Favorite fights of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, Moving forward. Moving, moving forward. Uh, What am I listening to? The music of the year? You know, I'm going to disappoint a lot of you this year. I'm not even really going to talk about hip-hop in that classic way. I'm going to give some quick shouts out. Shout out to the whole Griselda squad. Love it. Shout out to Lil Tecca. I, hey, man, I like Ransom. I don't care what any of you OGs say, bro. Ransom was hot. Plus, he got a whole bunch of other records that are dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Rhapsody. Come on, man. Has she picked up the mantle? For women MCs right now? Has she really picked it up and ran with it? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sarak. You know what I'm saying? She hella raw too. I mean, there's a lot of dope women on the mic right now. But I'm really not going to talk about hip hop in that classic way because I didn't really listen to it this year. I listened to weird, obscure stuff. I told you I've been working on my book, A Dead Man's Diary. Look for a deadmansdiary.com. It's coming. Um, It's an autobiographical account of my near-death experiences and what I learned through them and how your identity changes of who you are through your experiences. But I listen to obscure stuff, man. I listen to lo-fi, L-O-F-I. I listen to also what's known as chill hop, you know? Um, And... I listen to what I call Bushido beats, which are basically like hip hop beats, either trap style or old school boom bap, but they got like, you know, Japanese flutes on them or strings, you know what I'm saying? And so there's a guy called Gorilla Beats, G-R-I-L-L-A Beats on YouTube. I listen to everything he makes pretty much, bro. My favorite track that I like was called Suraisu. It's got the face of a red girl with a blade across the front. Hard. I listen to that all day, bro. I just work out, read, whatever. But I listen to lo-fi. Like, I like Woods. Y'all listen to Woods? It's like W and then two zeros DS. Listen to that all day when I'm reading. Listen to that all day when I'm writing. Um, I listen to Blunt One. I'm listening to Idealism. That's my vibe. If I had one vibe this year, it would be somewhere between that Bushido vibe and and what I just gave you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like Roddy Rich. You know what I'm saying? As a rapper, bro. But like, really, bro? When I'm like sitting on a train, when I'm reading at home, when I'm cooking food, I'm listening to lo-fi, man. I'm just telling you. Um, Watching. What did I watch? You know what? You know what my favorite things this year was? um, Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. I like uh, Joe Rogan's Strange Times stand-up. Because, you know, you know, I really watch cartoons. I tell you, I watch Teen Titans Go and I watch Gumball all day as much as possible. 
Um, because I go so dark in my own head and heart sometimes, I need the lightest stuff, the most silly stuff to uh, keep me chuckling. And so I love stand-up, you know. I love Dave Chappelle and I love Joe Rogan. And you know what? I don't even think Joe Rogan will remember when I met him through Eddie Bravo. Me, Eddie Bravo, and Joey Coco Diaz backstage at the Cobb's Comedy Club, like, I don't know, five, 10 years ago. Um, it was hella fun, man. Um, I think I told you this story before, but the main thing is that they kept, you know, Eddie kept trying to get me to smoke some hash. And I was like, nah, man, I can't, I can't. And they were like, come on, man, smoke. And I was like, listen, y'all don't understand that I used to really drink when I was in high school and I, I got some addiction issues inside. And I was like, y'all are going to smoke hash with me and leave the city. And you're going to be like, that was fun, Deese, later. And I said, and when y'all come back, and Tate Fletcher, he was there too. And, and I was like, when y'all come back, I'm going to be butt naked in the street, based out. And you're going to be like, oh, we messed this dude up. So I'm not, I'm not smoking. Thank you. Um, but man, the stand-up that Joey did, and Joey Diaz was talking about how Public Enemy changed his life while he was in jail. You know what I'm saying? And how much he loved P.E. Like, he was busting whole bars of Chuck D. Like, knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Um, rawness. You know what I'm saying? So, my point is, Joe Rogan was hella funny that night. But to look at him that night and then see how much funnier he is on Strange Times was mind-blowing. So, great, great show. And then, um, this is really all about what I watch on Netflix. I don't really watch myself unless I'm watching random documentaries on, on YouTube. Um, the Irishman, hella deep. Now, here's the truth. I already knew about that whole situation about Kennedy and the Bay of Pigs. You know who, you know who broke that story open for me was, was Quincy Jones. But there's books on this stuff about how the mob killed Kennedy. You know, it's not that much of a secret. It's just about who would be willing to say it and would their timeline and connectivity be right? The Irishman's hard. I love it. Um, my best books of the year, you know, um, not going to be a shock. They're all stoic. Um, how to Be a Stoic by Massimo Pigliucci. The book Meditations by Emperor Marcus Aurelius, and um, How to Die by Seneca. How to Die had such a huge impact on my life because it helped me kind of um, make mental and emotional sense out of my near-death experience. You know, um, I recommend those books to everyone of every age. Gender, gender identity, whatever. You need those books. Uh, my favorite hip-hop shows of the year. Um, I'm going to start with Kamal Williams and Jazzy Jeff. That was just the other day. Hella good. If you don't know Kamal Williams, you need to follow that boy at Kamal with two A's on the second part. So K-A-M-A-A-L, Kamal Williams. Uh, pff, crazy show. That boy going to be like the new Bob James plus Wu-Tang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, he like Bob James plus Wu-Tang. You hear me? Um, Jazzy Jeff, don't even need to say. The Magnificent. Hey, isn't it true, though, that on he's the DJ, I'm the rapper, that The Magnificent on that one was better than the original Magnificent? Remember, he got the, he got the, um, he got the, uh, the, 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 the Bob James, you know, at the Mardi Gras beat, right? The Magnificent, just, woo! 
woo, chip with chest, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, anyway, I like that one better. But anyway, great show. Um, but the real concert of the year was watching the whole Wu-Tang at the shoreline when Rakim and Dela and the far side. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, yeah. If heaven has a ghetto, I hope the Wu-Tang is playing there with uh, the far side, De La Soul and Rakim. Because that's where I'll be. Um, And actually, too, you know what the sixth show was? Dead Present London. Hard. (laughs) What? Come on, man. Come on, man. That was hard. Dead Prez. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard. But that Wu show, I ain't going to forget that ever. I ain't never going to forget that. You know what I mean? Um, And now, just a quick recap on my personal accomplishments. And what I want you to do is write down the good things that you did this year. I'm not telling you these things to brag at all. I want you, you know, it's hard. I forgot, man. There's a Julia Roberts movie that I don't even know because I don't watch her films as a general rule. Not because I hate her. I just, I just, I just don't watch. But I was clicking through hella years ago, like 20 years ago. I'm clicking through and sometimes I play a game with myself where I will let somebody start a sentence and use my remote to change the channel and make funny sentences mixed up of, of, um, of different statements, you know, caught in the middle. So I'll, somebody will start a sentence and I'll be like, blink, 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 and it'll make a funny, it's like ad libs with a TV. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> and so one day I was doing that and in the middle of doing that, I actually, um, I actually, I, I, I came across some Julia Roberts movie where whatever movie it was, she said, how come... It's easier for us to remember the bad things that people say about us than the good things or something like that. That was kind of like the gist of what she said. I never forgot that. It's so true, right? Like if someone says, like if you're wearing a fresh suit and someone goes, hey, your your shoes are trash though. Like you'll feel like you're trash all day because of your shoes, even though everyone else is just looking at you and being like, damn, this fool looks sick. That suit is sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I started to try to make a habit of writing down things that I did good because I'll forget because I'll dogpile my good accomplishments with negative words, negative self-talk, and even negative things that other people have said. So I made a short list of the things that I'm proud about this year. I want you to make a short list, you know, four or five things that you're really proud of, you know, because look, no matter how, what you think, man, I'm telling you, you've done some amazing things this year because you're still here. And you couldn't have got through this year without doing some beautiful things. So my first thing on the list is I took a class on stoicism um, on DonaldRobertson.com. He's one of the foremost uh, authors of stoicism. Really great teacher. Really great series of online courses. Um, And if you're interested in stoicism, I suggest that you get on it. It's a great, great thing. And from that, I learned a lot, but I'm not going to get too deep into what I learned. It was just great, and I suggest that you do it. Um, 
that led me later to get the confidence to take an online course at Harvard on contract law, which was mind-blowing. And I passed that. Barely. But I passed it. Um, that was a good thing. Uh, because as many of you know, I have a GED. I don't, I don't have a college degree. Uh, I've taken, uh, like, I have like a, a paralegal certificate because I was a paralegal back in the day, uh, for, for a civil rights attorney. So I have a paralegal certificate, but I've only taken a few college courses, like a Japanese language class and then some other stuff, but you know, um, Nothing substantial, nothing near an AA, let alone a BA or let alone, you know, a doctorate or a master's and whatever. Anything that you ever hear me talk about is self-taught because I didn't go to school for it, for real, except for jujitsu. Um, so I'm really happy that I took that class at Harvard because it just reminded me that I could learn. You know, sometimes we get down and hard on ourselves because we forget what we're capable of. You are beautiful and brilliant and you undercut yourself so much and you have no idea. Case in point, then we get on to the next thing. So I ran up this mountain near my house. I used to walk it as a kid and I never thought I could jog it. And then one day I, I resolved to jog it and I jogged it in 20 minutes. I couldn't believe it. Never stopped. So then I started jogging it pretty much on the weekends and then... I stopped after the last jujitsu competition. I was just tired. My body was kind of sore. I didn't, I didn't jog at all for several weeks. And I said, you know what, man? Go run up that hill. I didn't believe I could do it because I hadn't been doing any cardio. I definitely hadn't been doing no yoga. I was barely doing meditation. I didn't have any faith that I could do it. And you know what? <coughs> I went up there and I jogged that hill with no training, no preparation. In exactly the same time I was doing it when I was running all the time. When I got to the top of the hill, I'm looking at the ocean. I'm looking at lakes. This is a really interesting point in the Bay Area for you to be able to stand at. You can see the whole Pacific. It's so beautiful. And you can see some lakes. And I said, you had no idea you could do this. But you, you set your mind to it and you just went and did it. And it was way easier than you thought. What else are you not doing in your life because you think you can't, but you're totally, totally capable of doing? Again, I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm telling you to, to really go inside yourself and think about something you believe you can't do, but you know you really want. And I'm telling you to go after it because you can probably do it. And it'll probably be easier than you think. That run was all mental. Um, I'm proud that I did uh, two tournaments this year. I lost both on points. Actually, that's not true. I got caught with a questionable ref call, and I got footage on that, but I didn't do a whole bunch of big protesting uh, on that one. The second one, I legit lost on points, um, and I've talked about that on a previous episode, but I'm glad that I did it. I needed that for my mental health. I was fighting those tournaments and the tournaments that I did last year, you know, uh, Jiu-Jitsu by the Bay, because I just wanted to know that I was alive because I was that depressed. I felt very unalive. I felt very, you know, and I didn't prepare for those for those tournaments. I just I just showed up, you know, to fight, you know, and um but for the last one I did prepare for, and that was beautiful. And that 
Like, even though I lost that on points, I don't, I don't care. But, like, if I don't tap you, if you don't tap me, I don't really care. But um, but I had a great time, and I appreciated all my homies who helped me get ready, you know. And uh, even though I had kind of a jacked arm, I went out there and I did my thing. I have no regrets. I'm grateful for all my opponents, and I'm thankful that um, those um, – moments and those people help me feel more alive. I thank you for that. Um but my 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 greatest my greatest thing this year, this is gonna sound corny, was I went on a vacation to London, made some great friends, got some new extended family, you know, um had hella fun, amazing meals, what? Um saw straight out of Compton outdoors at night on a huge screen at uh what was that place called? Something House. You know what I'm talking about. It's downtown. The museum. Somerset House. Crazy. Beautiful. They was playing hella West Coast Bay Area stuff when I showed up. Some shack. Some shack. Shack, shack. Woo! London. Leeds. All day. Um, but then I came back and I had MRSA. Staph infection and empatigo on my face. And I had to go immediately. Like two days after I arrived back, I was down for two weeks fighting staff. It was horrible. Um, and they thought they were going to have to cut into my face to take these lumps out of my neck and my chin. And I didn't, I didn't think I was going to make it. And if they had to cut into my face like that, I might not have made it. But by the grace of Allah, they did not. But because of my first near-death experience... And because of the stoic work that I was reading and because of the way that I had been studying my Islam, like, it didn't affect me. Like, I got scared sometimes. I'd be lying if I said I didn't get scared. But overall, I was very much at peace. And so, you know, that I attribute to uh, some of my spiritual studies, you know, and the guidance of some of the good folks over at Zaytuna College. Um, Daoud Yassin, Imam Daoud Yassin, and um, you know, some other amazing souls over there. You know, I'm very grateful to Hamza Yusuf. I'm very grateful to uh, you, you know, Imam Zaid Shakar. I'm very grateful. You know, they deserve the heartbeat props for real, for real. When it comes to me over the past three years, they deserve the real props the real MVPs of my inner peace. Um, and so, you know, I hope that you write down some things that you've done this year, you know, that you're really legit proud of. And this doesn't have to be big stuff. It doesn't have to be tournaments. It doesn't have to be uh, medals. It doesn't have to be traveling. It doesn't have to be, man, it could just be some connectivity with yourself. Or someone you care about. It could be your relationship with your kids. It could be your relationship with your parents. Shout out to my parents this year. You know. And so now, I'll tell you what my goals are this year. Because remember, I was like, oh, I'm going to learn coding. And then I quit. Um, my life schedule was crazy. Um and it was hard, but it wasn't too hard. It was just like I couldn't get – it was hard enough for me because, like, I wasn't 
able to make the time because of my job schedule and I wasn't getting it. So I got, I got, I got four goals this year. Um, I'm going to take, uh, my education goal is to take an online class in language. It'll probably be French. It may be Japanese. I'm not sure. It's number one. Two, I am going to take a class on a new tech skill. Not sure what, but yes, going to do it. Um, three, I'm going to win gold in my division in some jiu-jitsu tournament this year, God willing. And my black belt. I'm going to train enough and do the work to hopefully get my black belt this year. That's my goal. If I don't get it, I'll still be better than I've ever been. That's my goal. If I don't get my black belt, I'll still be better than I've ever been in years. That's the plan. So I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas and New Year. And get ready for 2020, man. We got new stuff. We got new studios. We got new opportunities. We got new knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. We got new fitness. We got new hip-hop interviews. We got new technology interviews. We got new interviews about philosophy and like how to really think through your life and the value and the options that you have, all right? How to make the best of who you are in this day because that's all that matters. And on that note, FarsideTV.com, Bishop Chronicles, follow at Real Hip Hop Chess, follow at Bishop Chronicles, all right? I hope whether you celebrate Christmas or you hate it, whatever you rebel against, Hanukkah, whatever you embrace, whatever you hate, whatever Kwanzaa, what else happens? Pagan solstice rituals, whatever you do. Whatever you rebel against, whatever you love, whatever you embrace, I just want it to be beautiful for you. You don't celebrate nothing, bro. You just want to lay down and watch claymation and eat popcorn. I want it to be beautiful for you. This is Bishop Chronicles. Sadisa, holla at a scholar, boy. You know what I'm saying? We out here, West Side Thug Life Immortals forever. West Coast hip hop, boy. That's right. We out. Stay blessed. Teacher, what style is that? You are now listening to the Bishop Chronicles. Bishop Chronicles. You must learn. Right, right.